Yes, so I'm Jenny Tennyson. I'm Vice President and Chief Strategy Advisor at the ODI. And I'm just going to set a bit of context from my perspective about why ODI is interested in this topic of experimentalism. Um, so at ODI, then we want data to work for everyone. We think that data can have a really positive impact in the world, that it can help decision makers make better decisions faster and more confidently, whether they're governments or businesses, civil society groups, even individuals. We think that data can help us address the biggest challenges of our time, whether it's coping with and recovering from COVID-19 or achieving net zero and mitigating the worst effects of the climate crisis. But we also know that this isn't working perfectly at the moment. We have organizations that are hoarding data rather than sharing it, and that limits who can use it to inform themselves and how they act. We also have a predominant narrative of fear around data, about how it might be misused or turned against the people that in the right hands and used in the right way, it could help. So our argument at ODI is that by being more open and trustworthy with data, we, it, it enables us to get to this better place of positive impact from data in the world. And um, I'm personally sure that that's true at that kind of high level. But when you get into the details of data policy and data practice, then things start to get a lot messier. Now, I'm not completely enamored of this uh, kind of fourth industrial revolution framing, um, but for sure we're in the middle of a major technology technology-driven change. I tend to think of it as more like a reformation than a revolution, because um, in the same way as when the Bible became readable by people in their mother tongue, the availability of information changes how different parts of our society and economy relate to each other in substantial ways. It shifts power between these different bodies. And as data policymakers and practitioners, we're trying to shape this wave of change at the same time as riding it. Um, we're dealing with a complex system that we're trying to influence. Um, Diane Coyle uses this uh, um, Alice in Wonderland inspired analogy of playing croquet with flamingos, right? So imagine you're hitting balls through hoops, but the thing that you're using as your mallet, the flamingo, has a bendy neck and is looking around and trying to uh, do its own thing at the same time. So we can try to hit the ball. We kind of know what we're trying to do with it, um, but our mallet has a mind of its own. Even the very tools that we have to make our policy effects are unpredictable in their use. So a more concrete example for data uh, is um, when we use data portability or smart data to empower consumers to switch providers, I don't think we actually know whether that might indeed embed them because they're the ones that have the best data collection and analysis, cap analysis capability. It feels also like there are some particular challenges around data. The fact that it's a general purpose technology, so it's applied across sectors. The fact that, as we see, there are new forms of data, new forms of analysis being created and invented all the time, so it's rapidly changing. 
The fact that the context in which data is used, including the societal norms and expectations, has so much impact on whether people find it acceptable or not. Um, for example, people are more willing, surveys show, to share data to support research into COVID-19. But does that mean people will accept similar public good uses of data in the future outside of emergency situations? Is that the same everywhere in the world or even the same everywhere in the country? So how do we proceed when there's this minimal evidence base because you're not because you're breaking new ground? Um, so there isn't the evidence base that you can fall back on or because you're not so sure whether the existing evidence that there is is applicable to your context. How do you react as a policymaker or practitioner to a data environment that's rapidly changing around you? What are the tools and practices that you can use to even navigate that landscape? So that's the context in which we're having this conversation today, because I think that one approach is to be deliberate about iterating, about adapting, experimenting in data policy and practice. And that's what we want to explore. And the first thing you have to understand is how the context in which we work is changing. Um, we can see new kinds of data being made available more widely, more real-time data, administrative data, more data from the private sector, also more qualitative data that reflects the subtleties of people's real-world experience, more disaggregated data, whether it's by gender or ethnicity or place and intersections of all of those. Can also see new data analyses come into the fore, new ways of getting insights out of big data sets, new AI based predictions, new kinds of visualizations that help take data from spreadsheets into something that decision maker can actually get their grip on. And at the same time, we have changing social norms and expectations that we're working within. So GDS in the UK talks about changing expectations from digital services. But we can also see changing narratives and expectations in terms of privacy, data protection and control. And these are also changing and different from context to context. We at ODI can argue for responsible data use for trusted and trustworthy data ecosystems and so on. But the conditions of trust aren't static. They change over time for different communities and for different use cases. Um, and so as we listen to and discuss these topics today, I hope we can not only consider what those changes are and how we respond to them, but what we do about the possibility that we're wrong in our guesses about what good data policy and practice looks like. There are lots of data policies and practices that don't work or they work well in one context, but not in others. Um, I personally always think of the way we focused on data portals when rolling out open data policy and how hard it is to recognize and adjust when they don't work as well as we anticipated. So to summarize, I think that we all want a world where data works for everyone and where data is applied to tackle the big challenges that we have. But when we get to the details of data policy and practice, we need to be able to operate in a rapidly changing context. And today we're looking forward to exploring how that, how that context changes and how we cope with that. Thanks.